Hi everyone, I'm Sinhara and welcome to the Black Girl's Guide to Fertility podcast. This show is for all women who are dealing with infertility, but is specifically dedicated to black women because we have a problem with opening up when it comes to this issue. And I don't want to leave out the men. You guys are welcome here too. On today's episode, I'm going to be speaking with my friend Missy. If you recall, she was part of the Effects of Mother's Day podcast, and I really want to pay a little bit of attention to women who are single, but who still want to parent. And so we are continuing our conversation about being single and wanting to become a mom. A bum and a baby. So one of the things I wanted to focus on with this podcast is so many times, you know, we focus on, you know, husband and wife situations, boyfriend, girlfriend situations, but I know a lot of women who have messaged me and a lot of women just in my personal life who haven't found Mr. Right yet, but they want to become a parent. And so this is kind of like a part two to the Mother's Day conversation we had. And I have my friend, um, Missy, on with me and she is is patiently waiting on Mr. Wright. But with that, you know, she still wants to be a mom and she still wants to have a family, all that stuff. And so we're really going to chat about that today and talk about, you know, just not just how she feels about it, but also how other people feel and can pressure her into certain situations. So we're going to get started with our first topic. So you were out with your dad taking him to his doctor's appointment and a man who was, let's let's say, not on your level at all. Okay. Not even close to your level. (laughs) tried to approach you and you were giving him like the, uh, uh, like, no, like not happening, sir. But your mom was kind of like promoting the situation. So let's talk about that a little bit. Just tell people the story (laughs) about that whole situation. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I was taking my dad to his doctor's appointment. And at the time, my dad was staying at a rehab because he had just gotten out of the hospital from having surgery. So, you know, it's COVID, so we weren't allowed to pick him up from the center. Mm -hmm. We have a van service. Mm -hmm. This particular guy just happened to be a Black gentleman. He, and you know what? He was very nice, Mm -hmm. but just not my type at all. He was like a chain smoker, even from the time that I took my dad, you know, well, got my dad in there. The man smoked like three cigarettes. Oh my gosh. I was like, ugh, that's not gonna work. Like he and I knew he was gonna try to approach me because you know that is women's intuition. Yeah. He came in there and he was like, Oh, Reverend such and such, who's this? He's like, Oh, that's my daughter. (laughs) 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 Oh, you have a beautiful daughter. I was like, Oh, thank you. So now let me get my stuff and get up out of here before he Mm -hmm phone numbers or whatever. Mm -hmm. My mother was waiting outside in the car. And so the man was putting my dad on a van and he was having the hardest time. And I was just standing there like, hurry up, dude, to get my dad on. so I can get up out of here. Oh, hey, do you have any kids? No, I don't have any kids. He was like, "Um, 
oh, you're so beautiful. I don't know why you don't have any kids. And I was like, because I don't. Because <laughs> I don't have any kids. Like, I'm allowed not to have children. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, then he finally gets on my dad on the van. He smokes another cigarette. I'm oh, away. I was like, bye, dad. Love you. All right. Let me get out of here. Because yeah. he's like, oh, oh, oh. Can I get your phone number? And I was like, no. Like, so then my mother's like, oh, give that man your phone number because you keep saying that no one likes you and <laughs> no one wants to approach you. And this is your opportunity. I was like, oh, oh, no, no, no. That's not that's not exactly what happened first. He was talking and talking and talking and talking, right? Just running mm-hmm. off, being regular old chatty Cathy. And <laughs> so I was dismissing myself from the conversation. So I was walking back to our car. Mm-hmm. I was like, I already see where this is going. I was like, so I was walking away. And so then he was like, hey, ma, hey, ma, you know, come back. Can I get your number? And I was like, no. No, sir. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to give him your phone number because you always say that nobody wants to talk to you. And this is your opportunity. Yeah, you can have his phone, her phone number. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me right now? So I went, I gave, I reluctantly, I gave yes. this man my phone number and he starts calling me right away. And oh my I ain't a phone person. You could tell Yeah. I'm not going to talk to you for hours on the phone. That's just not what I do. And I run out mm-hmm. of to talk about, like, it's just not going to work. Yeah. So he was calling and blowing me up, sending me evil text messages because I was answering the phone. And then I just let it go like that until he. So, <laughs> did, did your mom, was she part joking or did she like really see a future Oh, with you with this guy? Did she see like her grandkids in his eyes? Like, or was she just like trying to be funny or was she being serious? She was definitely trying to be funny because this is not the first time she has done that. <laughs> we're, okay, here's another story. I don't even think I told you. So we were down, you know how our family is from down south? Yeah. We happened to be at like one of those homecoming services where everyone mm-hmm. gathers at the family church and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So there was a repass and really, 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 really old man. He had to be like 90 years old. Mm. He was like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Can I have your phone number? Don't you know my mother gave him my phone number? Yes. Are you serious? (laughs) I was like, why would you do that? She's like, I thought it was funny. I was like, mom, this man is calling me. Oh my he's like, God. is he? I didn't think he was going to call you because he's so old. He has a cell phone. He knows how to use it. He called me for the longest. She was like, well, now you have somewhere to go. I was like, this is not. Oh, fun. my God. I'm not answering this phone. Like she, you know, she wants to see me happy. She wants to see me. Yeah, around. of course. The way mm-hmm. to go about it. Like, yeah. so now you need some entertainment. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy. Plan it out. Follow through. So you dodged calls from, you know, I dubbed this guy, quotations, bum. Although he's not a bum. That's not nice. But, you know, he just was, you know, not what you need. Uh, Maybe for someone else, he just was not 
up to par. Okay. Right. So you're dodging his calls. You do have some other potential suitors. We'll call one Mr. X, which I'm not really sure what's happening with Mr. X right now, but I know he's met your family. (laughs) Yeah. I know he's met your family. And at one point, like during COVID, you know, there was some kind of conversations about maybe this is the one that I can have a kid with, you know, let me get that out of the deal. So what's happening with that whole situation and how, when you brought up the conversation about having a child, um, cause I think he has kids already. Yeah, when you brought has- up the conversation about having a child, like what did he say? How did that whole thing play out? Um, he was like, I don't want to have a COVID baby. And I was, Mm. this is the time because, (laughs) you know, we're home while I was home, you know, he was still working, but Mm. I'm like, Hey, I'm home. I can have a COVID baby Mm -hmm. and Hey, why not? So just like straight up, no, we're not having a COVID baby. I don't want to be the part of that statistic. (laughs) And he just shut it down. I mean, and we have talked about having children before. Yeah. Um, he, he does want more kids. Well, Mm -hmm. he said he kids with me. So, yeah. And, but his, and then have, yeah, his kids are adults, right? Well, one is a teen. She's like, 16, 17. The other one is like 20. I think she'll be 21. Okay. Gotcha. And then, so like with him and I know some other potential suitors, how do you go about having that conversation? Like, do you say to the person like, you know, I want to be a mom one day. What are your thoughts on X, Y, and Z, even if we're not married? Like, do you just openly have that conversation? Do you wait to have that conversation? How do you go about doing that? Well, with him, because it's ha- it has been so many years, mm-hmm. the topic of kids have come up. Mm-hmm. So I here. just kind of mm-hmm. like had a bold moment. And, I, you know, it's not the first time I had the conversation. It was just like, hey, let's have a kid. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, just not right now. So, yeah. no, like if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I just always let him know that this is what I want. And he doesn't say no. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably, because he's probably older, he's probably just a little nervous about it. Jesus on the main line. And then, of course, you come from a family who believes in Jesus. Yes, um, <laughs> They are very, very, very involved in church and all things God. Um, how, and, you know, conservative, same as my family, like, mm-hmm. how do you think they would react? Let's say, you know, Mr. X, you and Mr. X decide, okay, COVID is kind of fizzling out a little bit. We're going to go ahead and try for this baby. Like, how do you think they they will react? Um, would they be happy for you or would they be judgmental? Well, they would be judgmental. <laughs> very judgmental so is I have been trying to prep my mother for this like hey mom you know I want to have a kid Mm -hmm. oh it's probably going to happen soon you know I keep 
her with that. And, you know, the same thing with my dad. My dad's like, oh, I would love for you to have a baby. You know, you should first. But I would love for you to have a baby. Well, obviously, marriage ain't happening. I mean, I hope it happens. It's going to (laughs) happen. Yes, be positive. Yeah, speaking positive, but, you know, I keep trying to prep them to let them know, like, hey, this is what I want. And, you know, the funny thing is, you know, my youngest niece, well, not my youngest niece, but just had a baby. And I was, and they were so upset, uh, accepting of it, like, oh. Really? Yes, they love this baby. She's like the the baby, right? Or close to being the baby of the family. She, yeah. So I figured they'd be more protective, more, like, upset that she was having a baby. Nope, because there's only one more underneath of her, and she's yeah. maybe twenties. And um, they Facetime this baby, like uh-huh. yeah, they are all in. And yeah, I'm like, no, they went out there when she had the baby. <laughs> yeah, so they definitely were completely open. That is true because they went out there when she had the baby with you. They went um, to the baby shower. Were, yeah, you guys all yeah. went out there. Mm-hmm. So, or they're open when it comes to to her and she's so young right like why wouldn't they be accepting do you think because it's you just because mm-hmm. you are directly like their daughter although they've taken a part in raising your niece as well why do you think it's a difference like you said i think it's because i'm directly their daughter yeah and so they would have the biggest problem with me having a child out of quote unquote wedlock Mm. you know Mm. and Mm. you know better you can do better why wait this long and then have a baby you know without being married yeah dating during covid and then like dating during covid you know like we know dating is so hard in itself but dating during covid and then you know still obviously wanting to move forward with wanting to be a parent like how are you juggling all of that well with covid still going on <laughs> <laughs> you know i have not even with my friend, like, I haven't even seen him, but a couple, like, a handful of times. Yeah. I have not dated during COVID. Mm. No uh, FaceTime dates. No. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to figure out how people are still meeting people and getting married during COVID. Like, how is it? Why? Yeah, how is it possible? Because at one point, like, you were, like, actually, like, out there dating. Yes. And, you know, I would laugh about your dating stories uh, because they're hilarious. And I'm still <laughs> encouraging her to write a book. I have never heard, like, the funniest dating stories in my life until she told me these stories, including one guy, like, having a shotgun in his trunk and taking yes. her across state lines. Like, yes. like, how, who made these people, like, where do they come from? But like just trying to figure out all that during COVID and mm. kind of like being stuck, you know, being stuck at home because, you know, we're dealing with this situation. So that yeah. in itself, that's kind of like hampered even you moving forward to meet someone and, you yeah. know, potentially becoming a mom. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> she's exactly. harder to get up there. You know, aside from going, I know you go to church every Sunday and you're involved in different things with the ministry. But yeah, how else do you meet people? Honestly, the last time I met someone was 
at an investment type gathering. And that was in, oh my God, 2019. Wow. Yes. It's just, you know, it's hard for me to meet people. I feel like Mm -hmm. it anyway. It's not that I'm standoffish, but at the same time, I'm kind of standoffish. Yeah. So it's just kind of hard for me to meet people. Um, So that's why I try to join things that, you know, I can get out there and meet Mm -hmm. people. But I can't meet people always being in the church all the time. Even ladies, gentlemen, they tell you that Mm -hmm. church, you meet your husband Mm -hmm. is not true. It's not true. Not for everyone. Not for everyone. Readjust. When you did, you did date a guy one time who was involved in church mm-hmm. and he turned out to be a little slickster. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what them yeah. church boys are. They're <laughs> slicksters. Yes. You got to watch them. <laughs> turned out to be a little slickster. But like, what, what advice would you have for other women who like, you know, dealing with this COVID situation, I know you have your situation as well, where you're taking care of your parents, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is a job in itself. Lord, um, yes. Yeah. Like what advice do you give to other women who are trying to navigate dating, who are trying to navigate finding the right person to have a child with, you know, even if that is not marriage? Because I'm like, hey, you know, I don't judge anybody. Like my right. grandmother always tell me it's not nice to judge people. And if people want to be parents, you know, I don't think that other people should look at them like, oh, well, they're not married. You know, because, mm-hmm. you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. And I think that if you want to be a parent, you should be allowed that opportunity. Right. Um, and I saw Naomi Campbell um, adopted a baby and she's just turned 51, I believe. So if you want to be a parent, like, you know, I don't see, you know, you having to have this White House picket fence husband, like right. everything all lined up. If you want to have that, then you should be able to have that. So what advice would you give to other women who are out there? Like, you know, just kind of like in this waiting game. The waiting game is so hard, especially when you start getting older. Mm-hmm. But, and I know I had talked to you about this before, but I wish that I had kids when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And that's because if you look at the people that are my age now, mm-hmm. they're living their life. Yeah. <laughs> on, on vacations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they are living their best life. So yeah. I think I can say the only advice I can give is to follow your heart. You mm-hmm. know, like, what is it that you really want? Want to be a mother by a certain age. Um, and then with that, if you like to travel like I do, you know, mm-hmm. have the money to have a nanny to come along mm-hmm. and bring your baby with you. Mm-hmm. It's hard out here. Well, for me, anyway, like I said, some people find love so easily. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. They're like yeah. third and fourth husbands. And yeah. I'm like, it took me, what, 
I was like 30 years old just to get yeah. to my husband. Like, right. People were like on husband three, four, five. I'm like, right. how does that happen? I'm like, how how are you meeting these people? How are you meeting these people? Yeah. And then that's probably why they're on husband three, four, five. <laughs> because you're meeting them so fast. And then, oh, boom, this is not the one for me. Yeah. But you know me, like I wanted to get married to Mr. Uh, you know, and everyone thought we were going to get married. Yes. Yes. Like that thing, it was like such a great relationship. Yep. And then it went south in like a matter of seconds. And it was like, okay, this came out of left field. Yeah. You know, type situation. But, um, mm. and honestly, I haven't been in like a sound relationship since then. Everything just kind of been like, eh. Mm. Well, yeah. um, when you meet someone... And you, uh, you feel as though that's what you want. I say, pray, mm-hmm. if this is what it's really supposed to be, and if it's not, then to be released, and that the Lord will heal you, and that yeah. someone else will come through, if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. I also believe in if you want to go to the sperm bank, then. Mm-hmm. Do- you know yeah. what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's still your body, it's yeah. still your money, and mm-hmm. no one else really has a say in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like people will hold you back. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. And if that's what you want, I say freaking go for it. Exactly. Just have your help lined up, like you said, exactly. your nanny, whatever else you need, you know, because it, it is definitely hard. And speaking from, you know, personal experience, because my husband travels a lot for work, I did not honestly really know how hard it could be trying to do everything by yourself. Mm-hmm. But with that, when I meet people who are like, oh, you know, I want to do it, but I don't have a spouse, I don't have, you know, a boyfriend yet, I'm like, listen. If I can get up every day and get my kid dressed and make all the meals, all that stuff, mm-hmm. like I'm no different from you. Like you can do it. And obviously my husband does come back at some point in time, but he's like gone for like months at a time. Right. And prior to that, like I would travel with him, but you know, it's much harder to do with a baby and much harder to do, you know, with COVID going on. Right. So yeah, my advice to people. It's like, you can do it. It's definitely harder. And I'm glad I have that perspective so that I can give advice to other people as well. You know, just having to parent alone, you know, but you can do it. If if that's what is in your heart and your mind, you can do it. So I'm glad we had this conversation. Um, Is there anything else you want to leave us with? Let me think here. (laughs) Yes. Do not listen to other people it's not that their opinion doesn't matter but you have to do you for you mm-hmm. and you know if your timeline isn't adding up then guess what you can always readjust mm-hmm. what i'm in the process of doing now is re and i'm you know i'm doing a lot of readjusting child you know just because of my situation alone so it's it's so much readjusting and that's okay. And it's it's mm-hmm. okay to readjust. It's okay to reset your timeline, especially if you're determined to get what you want. And that's even outside of having children, outside of having a marriage, even like in career. Like just do what you have to do. 
and you can't listen to other people because they will hold you mm-hmm. family friends foe whatever I'm Sinhar Eastman, and thank you for listening to the Black Girl's Guide to Fertility podcast. You can stay connected with this movement on my website, Facebook, and on Instagram. And if you haven't already, please join my mailing list at blackgirlsguidetofertility.com and on sinhareastman.com. And please be sure to check out the first two episodes of my web series that's currently on YouTube and check out my latest project, My Infertility Play, which is currently on my website. It's called Taboo a fruitless love.